Welcome, Sports Zone. <laughs> Back for a Tiger King recap. <laughs> here with um, I'm I'm Eric Chesler here tonight with Mike Agliolaro and hopefully soon joined by Dave Hastings <laughs> to get the you know just quarantine life right now watching Tiger King like everybody else. Figure throw our two cents in, see what happens. Um, it's it's a trip and last week the end of last week especially we were actually what am i saying last week a couple days ago tuesday um me and dave kind of gave the non-spoiler review tried to talk you into watching it you actually were one of those people that were i didn't want to watch it it looks adamant adamantly opposed um It, it is stupid but we talked you into it anyway you have now watched it and now it is time to get your non-spoiler review. I well, want your honest opinion start to finish, or your whole mindset, how you feel about me and Dave afterwards. I want it all. This is your time to shine. Give us that non-spoiler review. Mike, take it away. Well, here's the thing. I don't know if we're sticking with non-spoilers, because at this point, like you said, I was one of the last people who needed to uh, – to watch this thing. And like I said, adamantly opposed. And uh, before I start, actually, I believe Dave Hastings is in the room now. Dave, are you there? I made it. I'm here. Dave made it. Dave made it. So, I yes. Got, I, got, I got my friend Charlie with me, too, and she's watched Tiger King as well. So okay. she might end up chiming in. I'm not sure yet. Hey, no no sweat there. She is free, free, free to chime in. But here's the thing. Seeing as how everybody here has seen it, uh, Eric, I, I was prepared to do spoilers tonight, so I say we do spoilers. Uh, yeah, yeah. I want, I want your opinion, the whole thing. Spoiler review. Okay. Give it to me, Mike. Well, uh, you were the one so adamantly opposed to it because it looks so stupid. Yeah, and it it's, is stupid. It, it I'm is stupid. It. I it's need it's to know very stupid. How is, you feel about it? I want to hear right. it. So here's the thing. Broad strokes, it is a very well-made documentary. Um, I will say. I thought things got a little confusing in terms of the timeline of events as we got towards the end of the fifth episode and into the sixth episode when we were actually talking about the murder for hire part of it. I definitely thought that was a little confusing to keep track of. But uh, overall, I thought it was a well-made documentary. Uh, I still maintain this is one of the dumbest things in terms of subject matter. I have ever seen in my entire life. But, I, and now I, we're going to go into a little surprise I have for you guys. Um, but uh, here's the thing before this whole thing started, um, like since this has all come up over the last couple weeks, I had this feeling that I had heard of Joe Exotic before. And I couldn't quite put my finger on how I had heard of him. Um, and we'll get into that part later. But here's the thing. While I was watching this, I decided to make some notes from this. So I'm going to read some of the notes that I made out of this. Uh, because oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is more just a free stream of consciousness stuff, stuff that I wrote down as we were going. And it really just covers the first five episodes. Because after that, I mean, we could talk. We could talk about the last two episodes, but this is what I was thinking 
as I was watching this. So we're in the first episode. You get introduced to Joe Exotic. Then you go to Carol Baskins. Oh, boy, Carol Baskin. Big cats don't belong in cages. We have cats in cages to provide a safe place for them to live before they die. What? What, what did you just say? Excuse me? That is the same goddamn thing. Then she goes, I've never been a person who had friends. No shit. No shit. You want to talk about fucking obvious on that one. And then she said, she, then she said, she's allergic to cats. How are you allergic to cats at this point? And then she's talking about how whenever she goes to court or wherever she goes, she's always wearing leopard skin stuff and she's got cat skin, uh, luggage and i'm just thinking how many cats died for all the shit you wear and own and then we go to the second episode and you know we're going and i don't know if you guys noticed but they the theme song from the wire season two is in episode two way down in the hole that's from the wire i had to throw that in there because the wire is one of my all-time favorite shows and that that's the theme song from the wire and they use the one from the second season on that so that's that's just a random note there. And then we keep going, and we get to Doc Antill. Of course one of these guys is a polygamist who studies mystical sciences. Why wouldn't he be? Of course he would be. And then Joe has two husbands. Why? I literally wrote this. Why the fuck did I start watching this goddamn thing? And then we keep then we keep going and we focus on Carol Baskin and I had to say they were all terrible but this Carol bitch is the worst. And then we go back to Doc Antill and this is the part this is the part where they asked him because they were interviewing the one girl who had worked for him at some point and they basically go to ask him do you know you're you're leading a cult and he stops the interviewer midstream and says i know you're about to lead up to uh the fact that i'm running a cult and he smiles right into the camera well he seems to have no problem with leading a cult and i found that funny because i read a quote in an article they talked to him after this thing came out and he was upset that they portrayed him as a cult leader after he looked dead in the camera and smiled at the even notion of it that was great that was great and then i wrote in big letters this Carol bitch does the same shit they all do. Are you fucking kidding me? And then they, they talk about Carol with the husband who disappeared. And they said um, how they met. Yeah, this seems like a match made in heaven from the start. You can hold the gun on me. I just need someone to talk to. What could go wrong there? And then they, they show Joe Exotic reading Carol Baskin's diary. And I'm just saying, do I really want to know how Joe got Carol's diary? That's something they never explained, how he got the manuscript of her diary. And then this is halfway through episode three, I think, was when they were talking about it. And I just, I come to the conclusion that I guess 90% of America has come to, yeah, she killed him. Yes, yes, she <laughs> killed him. Yep, Absolutely. And then they keep cutting to the, the, the current husband sitting next to her. And every time he talks, I'm just sitting there going, it's like he knows he's sitting on a bomb and she's holding the trigger when he talks. And then throughout the first few episodes, Joe Exotic is a country singer. And it got to one of the songs, and I'm just like, the fact that he does country music is just 
Wow. Wow. And then we get to the part where there was a, there was a photo that had circulated of uh, girls who worked for Carol and they're holding dead rabbits and they're all smiling. And she said something like, I can't believe I had to explain this. Yeah, you dumb fuck. You got three women smiling while holding dead rabbits. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yes, that needs some context. And then we get to the part where Joe's uh, um, video studio uh, got burnt up with the alligators inside. The, the studio got burnt up. And I'm pretty sure Joe Exotic burnt up his own studio. I'm pretty sure he did. And then you get to the guy who Joe brings in to rebuild the studio. And he's talking about how it's a $12,000 job. And he took 800 bucks simply because he got to pet tigers. And I'm just sitting there going, I, I take money over petting tigers any day of the week. Not this guy. Not this guy. And then they asked Carol Baskin and the husband why you continued to pursue the legal charges, the lawsuit against Joe and Zodic, how you sunk all this money in, and you're probably not getting the money back. And, and I can't remember what they said, but all I came up with is, yeah, it's neither of you guys' money. So, of course, keep spending the money. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's not yours anyway. Go ahead. Then we get to the part where Jeff comes in. Jeff, Jeff, I can't, rege I can't remember his last name, but you guys know who I'm talking Lowe. about. What? Lowe. Oh, Jeff Lowe. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. I, yes, that, that is correct. Um, so he comes in and they called him the Godfather. Now we have someone called the Godfather. Why didn't I see that one coming? So I, and then we were in episode five and they're talking about drugs and I can't believe it only took five episodes to meet someone who's, uh, oh, we didn't get to the drugs yet. Excuse me. I'm sorry. No, we get to his campaign manager, the guy who ran his campaign for president. And the guy says that he's actually been in a real life circus. I don't think actually, no, it wasn't the guy who ran his campaign. It was someone else who said, I've worked in a circus. Wow. We had only took us five episodes to meet someone who's been in a real life circus. Yeah. And then we get to the part, I knew I heard of this guy before, the fucking John Oliver segment. That's how. I remember watching this. I remember watching this thing when it happened about Joe Exotic. That's how I had heard of this guy. So, and then we get, now we get to the part where his campaign manager comes and he picked his campaign manager. He picked a manager at a Walmart to be his campaign manager. For these guys, that makes way too much fucking sense. Way too much goddamn sense. And then they're showing Joe Exotic on his campaign for president. I'm just thinking, this is what happens when you let Donald Trump become a serious candidate. I'm just surprised he's the only guy like this to think he can run for president because this all came after Donald Trump was a candidate. Now, I can't remember what they interviewed Carol for, but it was something about covering up a murder or something. And she, she starts to say, I'm guessing what they did, what the first words out of her mouth was, if I was going to kill. You think that was a coincidence? You think that was a coincidence? And then they kept interviewing the, the, um, the husband of Joe who, who survived, who, who's still alive. And I'm just thinking, will you put a fucking shirt on? Why does this guy not have a shirt on the entire fucking time? Every fucking time he's sitting there without a shirt, I just put a fucking shirt on with your You're worried about a shirt? And did, oh, wait, you're worried about it? Did you see the man's face? 
I, I was Did about to. I was about to get to. Relax, Eric. And about, you're worried about you a shirt. You cut me. Oh you my God. You are worried you, about Eric, a shirt. Eric, you cut me off before I got to the three teeth. You got me off. You cut me off before I got to the three teeth. You no shirt and your three teeth, like they were going for a fucking stereotype. This guy's a walking fucking stereotype. I swear to God. Oh yeah, we waited for the fifth episode to talk about drug use. Can't believe we only waited till the fifth episode on that one. And then they're all talking about how Joe's husbands aren't really gay and how they were um, dating girls before they met Joe and how they got, how the one dude has a girlfriend now and everything. And it's just, and I'm just sitting there thinking, so they just magically decided to fuck this guy. Okay. All right. So that's all the notes. That makes people do strange things. I guess, I guess, I don't know. I'm happy that's one of the drugs I never did. So those are my stream of consciousness notes right there. That's what I got. And then we could talk about the sixth and seventh episodes. Um, But I will say this, everything you've heard about Carol Baskin, she is the worst human being on the face of the planet. I, I totally agree with the sentiment on that one. But my overarching thought is that when it comes to all the actual owners of these places, they're all horrible fucking people. Like even Joe Exotic, horrible fucking human being. And I don't even want to talk about that Doc Antill because he's probably the worst out of all of them, but he's the most well-adjusted. So it's just crazy. But I will say this. I'm going to give my thoughts on the actual murder for hire after, but you guys have been sitting there listening to this. Dave, you want to respond first? I mean, look, first and foremost, your breakdown of everything was, was quite accurate and quite well said. Um, Thank you. Carol Baskin definitely murdered her husband, fed him to a tiger. And yep. she definitely, to me, was the biggest villain outside of Jeff Lowe in the entire show. Oh, yeah. um, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. The Tiger King man was pretty, had some definite moments where you were like, you questioned him. But, I mean, all in all, he was just kind of a dude that was mainly out of his mind. But, yeah, I, I mean, Cal Baskin's horrible. The dude with the three teeth and no shit. I mean, there's so many things about this show that just, to me, made it amazing. There's such a roller coaster ride of emotions and thoughts. And you were just like, wait, but do they end up killing her? Did he hire him? Like, yeah. what shady shit did Jeff Lowe do that we don't know about? Like, I mean, there's a lot of different different thoughts and emotions that come to mind when I when we talk when I talk about the show. Yeah, I mean, I'll 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 say this, and then Eric, I'll let you I'll let you chime in on uh, on this here. Um, as for the people who worked in the actual zoos, I those are the ones I kind of felt human uh, felt bad for because they came off as you know they came off as like crazy human beings, but like human beings you did feel sympathetic for. Like the one guy, Ranky, I think was his name, the guy with no legs. I, I, I liked him to an extent. Um, but I don't think any of these are really people you want to meet on any sort of compa- uh, capacity. And I'll tell you this, I, I had no idea that being able to pet a tiger had such an effect on people because all these people working all these jobs for like $100 a week, why'd you do it? Because we love the tigers. I've never felt that Dude, way towards wildlife. I got to be honest. I got to be honest. If you, if you believe the, it's because I love the tigers, 
then you, sir, don't realize that it's because they love the mess. <laughs> but wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I agree that I everybody agree. on that show wait a is cracked out. So you think it all of them? 80s. You think all of them? I mean, you, all those people had something wrong with them. Whether he was feeding them weed, meth, whatever it was, they were doing it. That's what they did. They were. I mean, he knew how to feed people's um, vices. And, you know, that's what he fueled on. That's how he kept everybody around. That's how he got these straight men to, you know. Yeah, but I'm not just talking. Because they were that addicted to fucking mess. But I'm not just talking about the ones that worked for Joe Exotic. I'm talking about the volunteers, the Carol Baskin. Any of them. The concubines. They're all weird, dude. They're all, it's a weird group. They're all on something. They're not normal people. The None of those are normal. Like, nobody loves tigers that much. Nobody. Okay, I'm just saying, you didn't see any drugs from any of the other ones. Yeah, but that, that's something they kept off camera. But I got to say, Charles threw out a good idea. Uh, you could almost say that he was basically a less successful Charles Manson. That's a good point. That's a good point. And, you know, you could throw David Koresh in there because I know at one point they made a Waco comparison in there. Uh, some, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think it was Joe Exotic talking about he was prepared to do a Waco if anybody ever tried to take a zoo away from him or something like that. So you had that. But in- then how are we also not that we got, we got this deep into the conversation. We haven't even talked about, I mean, this is how crazy this show is. We need to talk about the woman whose arm gets ripped off, <laughs> ripped off. Yeah. She goes to the hospital. She can still feel her hand. She describes it. She just don't move her fingers. They say, oh, it's going to be two years of reconstructive surgery and rehab and stuff. You know, you're really going to have to work at it. And she's like, well, what if you just take it off? Well, then you just take it off. And she's I back just at whack work it off. And she's back at work in five back, days. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> what is wrong with you? I'm, not, I'm never going to just choose if I can feel my fingers and move my fingers to just lop my arm off. Yeah, I mean, that- it's... That wouldn't be something I'd A little weird. You can't tell me that there wasn't like she I don't know. That was whacked. That was that was crazy. That was crazy. Um, but I want to talk about the sixth and seventh episode because this whole murder for hire plot. Like I said, they I, I didn't really feel like they did a good job of giving you the timeline of events. But here's the thing. I don't think Joe actually hired that dude to, to kill Carol Baskin. I don't, I don't honestly think he did it because they were fighting at one point. Joe didn't like the guy. Why are you going to hire someone you don't like to, to murder someone? Why are you going to do that? When you're getting, when, at that point, and again, timeline's a little muddled here. You're already not trusting Jeff. So why are you going to allow him to let his right-hand man, you're going to pay the right-hand man to kill Carol Bass? Now, having said that, Joe probably deserves to be in jail for killing all those tigers and everything. And and apparently there was a lot more that didn't get shown in there besides the five that the government found. Um, And I I heard on interviews that apparently he kind of did it for fun, murdering tigers and things like that. So the idea that he doesn't belong in jail, I don't agree with that. But he, he didn't hire that dude to murder Carol Baskin. I'm curious to see if you guys agree with me on that one. Eric? 
No, he didn't make the, he got set up. It's but you're a hundred percent right. His cruelty to animals, all those people, they, they, they don't really care about the animals. They could swear to you it's about the animals, it's never about the animals. It's about money, it's about whatever their other driving force is, but it's never about the animals. And that's the saddest part, but I mean that and that's why he should be in jail. But he's too stupid to pull off a murder trial. Let's just be honest. His lawyers did a terrible job because he should have pleaded in co- incompetence because he's he's a fucking moron. Oh yeah. He's, I mean, how, <laughs> oh yeah. How he led a cult of people, I, I'm I'm baffled by. Yeah. I am I'm I'm stunned. It is. I mean, he, that is weird. That is. I mean, come on. So no, I'm. I don't know. I. <laughs> I'm at a loss for words with this show. It's I don't think he's bright enough to do it. I, don't, I really don't. So do I think he hired the guy, gave him three grand to drive? No, I think he did the guy, the guy he gave the guy the money. I bet he did that. But he said, yeah, go kill that bitch. But he probably didn't mean it. He probably didn't, he's too stupid. I mean, take this for what it's worth. But at one point during the trial, Joe said he gave him three thousand dollars, but I and I can't remember what he said. It was like for payment or whatever it was, but I guess payment for services that he had done at the zoo or something like that. But I don't believe that was for the murder for hire, though. I kind of like no. And who murders anybody for three grand? No, the guy drove across country went to a strip club. I completely believe that. I mean. He just got hooked because those other two guys had some video on him, had him saying some things, and that corroborated with what happened. I mean, listen, Joe said a thousand times over he wanted to kill Carol Baskins. I mean, I, I you can't yeah, take you those words vi- out of his mouth. He, he preached it from the where, rooftop. You saw the video of the show where he shot the mannequin that was supposed to be Carol Baskins, which I kind of thought was funny. I got to be honest. But again... He's too stupid to actually do it. Yeah. So no, he didn't do that. But yes, he should be in jail. Carol Baskins definitely murdered her husband, though, and she should be in jail yeah. for that and a million other crimes. I'm sure she's committed. Yeah. And Doc Antler, he he's he he's got a lot of politicians and stuff in his pocket. I feel like you've seen those pictures of him in like the White House and him in like oh yeah, they they talked about it on animals. the show. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that's that's where he's got a little security. They did raid his place, but I guess they didn't, like, find anything I heard. Like, they raided it in December. Yeah, but, yeah. But, uh, I don't know. It's None of those people are good people. That one guy in Miami who was, like, a drug lord and had that, that one, what, funny. an ATF person murdered on his prop? Like, how much fucking crazy shit it can happen in one show they <laughs> said, seven they, episodes they said in the thing that apparently he was one of the guys these seven fired. episodes were better than the last two seasons of game of thrones oh, combined jesus christ there it is, <laughs> there it is. i knew that was gonna more come. fucking oh. exciting anyway <laughs> dave i'm gonna let you go now oh yeah, shit no, I, I, I look i i definitely want to say like i think that um some of the crazy shit that just kind of came up and you saw and like, I really, I was bothered if I'm going to be honest by some of the stuff with the tigers and how they have, like, I don't know. I personally think let them be free and, you know, live their life, but that's not my call. But I do like, I mean, even that stuff bothered me. And then you find out like about him shooting them and the way he talks about how much they love them. Uh, I think one of the one of the weirdest moments in this show for me was remember when he said that somebody sprayed 
uh, his boots with something so oh, that one on. of the tigers would attack him. And I'm like sitting there, I'm like, what the f- are you, wait, what? Like, is that even possible? I don't know. Like, and I feel like it wouldn't just be one tiger if you sprayed something that would like make them go after your feet. Like, wouldn't they all go after his feet? Why would just one tiger go after his foot? Like, I don't know. Like, there, like there's just so many moments throughout this entire show. Hold but on, but he's, he's think about this, though. Nobody went in and nobody went in to try to help him. That was the weird part is, like, nobody went in to help him. And then to hear Carol Baskins, who said, oh, you don't do it with cologne or perfume. That's what you it was. sardine oil on that's, it. That's it's what like, it was. like, oh, you bitch, you know how to do it. You've done this. You that's, know. That's what it was. And then you think about it, and that, no, you never that's, know, like. That's what it was in my notes when I said, is it a coincidence? She started it off by saying, if I was going to kill. That's what I was talking about. Yes. Thank you, Eric. Go ahead. I'm good. Uh, anybody uh, else got anything? <laughs> Charlotte got any more? I mean, what do we, what do we, what do we got here? Yeah. yeah. Come on, Charlotte. What do you got? Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. So Welcome to the show. So here's, thank you. So here's my whole thing. I don't think that this guy hired someone to kill her just because after all the shit he talked for the entire documentary about wanting her dead and all the terrible things that he would want to do to her, why the fuck then would he be like, oh, okay, I'm going to hire somebody else to do it? He would have gotten absolutely no pleasure out of that at all. If he wanted her dead in real life, he would have fucking done it. So that's, that's my thing. So I don't think he hired somebody to do it because that, it would have given him nothing. That's interesting. He definitely, he definitely did seem like somebody that, like, for how much he loved the idea of her being murdered and all the different ways he talked about what he would do to her and you know like you mentioned him shooting the fucking mannequin like i mean when you put all that together like it really does sound kind of hard to believe that he would want to pay to have her killed when he would probably rather do it himself and on top of that like eric mentioned i think it was eric that mentioned it uh you know who in their right mind actually thinks somebody would drive all the way to florida to kill somebody for only three thousand dollars exactly and there's no satisfaction in it for him because he didn't just want her to die. He wanted to do it. He wanted to be. No, but the, the, the thing is, is he never really wanted to do it. That was part of his way of making money. That was the way of his part of keeping whatever weirdo fans watched his shows and podcasts. Like that's what drove that. So that's what drove his viewership. So that's why he talked about it. Keeping her alive kept him alive, kept his show alive, kept all that other nonsense alive. You can't keep blowing up Carol Baskin dolls if Carol Baskin's dead. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it seemed to be a driving force. I don't think that, like, again, I just don't think he would have done it. Yeah, I really don't. Well, Wait, so Eric, 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 you're saying that you think more for him, like, him constantly riding that wave was more just a, like, a... A publicity stunt and like a way to just draw a follower. Absolutely. Well, here's here's my you know being crazy on social media gets your followers. That's what happens. You do something weird and stupid, people go, "Ah, I'll watch some more weird, stupid shit," and that's how you get the followers. That's what he was doing there in Oklahoma. Here's my pushback on that. I don't think he's smart enough to think about it like that. I, I, I get what you're saying. I just don't think he's smart enough to consider it that way. I think he would have done it himself. I think uh, Charlotte, I think she's right on that one. 
But, um, yeah, no, I don't think he's smart enough to think, oh, if I keep her alive, it'll get people to like me or get more viewership or whatever. I don't think he's smart enough. The feud is what drove them both. Hmm. Okay. It, it definitely it definitely helped uh, Carol Baskin and her growing her recognition and everything. I think that's for damn sure. I mean, you guys, I mean, another thing we didn't even touch on with her and the fact that even if she didn't murder her husband, she probably is breaking so many different laws. It's not even funny. Like, she talked about them having over 140-something volunteers. So she basically has free, la- free labor. She does the same thing to these giant, awesome, cool cats that the rest of them do. The only difference is she says she's trying to save them, where they're, they're like, yeah, no, we're using them to make money. Like, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll tell you this, the idea that she yeah. didn't kill her husband. Okay, so why did you break into your husband's office to get his will? And then all of a sudden, it magically appears that she's the executor of the estate. And oh, yeah, his will says, in the event of my death or disappearance. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Who puts that in their will? Nobody puts that in their will. Nobody puts that in their will. So yeah, but I'll say this. But can we can we can we also just point out the fact though that his ex-wife and daughters that were on the show, like they were complaining about only getting like one percent or whatever percentage of the uh, of the actual um, you know his estate. His estate. There you go. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, like. Correct me if I'm wrong, but they look like some pretty rich, bougie ass bitches, if you ask me. <laughs> I'm just saying, they they look like the angry, like you know, my old days serving waiting tables. Like they look like the table you would get. And you'd be like, oh god, here we go. They're gonna be one of them. Like I don't know. So like I feel that a lot of some of the things they said were right, but I also do feel like they just kind of live in their own little world and probably. And go fuck themselves, but that's you know just the kind of people that came across as. I don't actually know them personally, so. Well, I mean that's definitely one way to look at it. I I didn't really think of it that way. I just felt kind of bad for them, but that that's that's definitely one way to look at it, though. I see your point on that. So. Yeah, uh, I didn't feel bad. I, I can't say I felt like I you know obviously you lose your father. You know I feel bad for the daughters, but the ex-wife like, yeah. They were more mad about the money and Carol Baskin. Yeah, and I, I want to say one last thing about the staff that Joe had. Um, so not one of them stands up in his defense when he gets taken to trial, yet they all have come out on this documentary and since and basically say he was set up. Well, maybe you should have, if you felt that he was set up and that he shouldn't have been in jail for that, maybe you should have you know, said something to get involved in this thing. So you could have said something in court that would have had some effect because we all know those first two charges were bogus. Everything else we already said, not bogus, but you don't get sentenced to 79 years if those two charges aren't on there in the first place. So that, that okay. Can we, Mike, we got to get to the most important question because okay. we're, we're actually doing this, this today. Because you told Mike or Eric and myself 
that you would be willing to do a show. You would only watch it if you knew we were going to do a show on it. Right, right. You did not want to waste seven hours of your life. So we need to get to the most important question of this entire conversation. Okay. Do you or do you not feel like you wasted seven hours of your life by watching this show? Uh... I kind of, yes. I'll tell you this. The idea that, oh, I couldn't turn it off. I couldn't stop it. No, I could have stopped this anytime I wanted to. Literally, the only reason I didn't stop was just like I told these motherfuckers I would do this show with them. So I, I would have, if this was just me watching this on my own, yes, I would have stopped it after the third episode. Oh, my God. Huh. Oh. I was hooked. <laughs> hooked. I'm kind of shocked, Mike. I really, I mean, especially with the synopsis you gave us to start off the, the podcast. Well, I like, figured if I was going to do it, I was going to do it. No, I'm just saying, I'm kind of shocked. It seemed like there. you So you only wasted time. four hours then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the math does add up, Eric. <clears throat> I'll tell you this. That's what you guys want to take out of it. You go right ahead. That's fine. I just I had to know. I mean, yeah. honestly, no, that's a good that was question. The thing I was concerned about. I right. really I did not want you to feel that way. I was really hoping that you were going to have that same emotional roller coaster experience that Eric and myself had. And <laughs> like, I don't know, like Eric, I don't know about you, and like Charlotte, I don't know about you, but like, there are moments in my day I'll be working and I'll randomly think of something that happened in Tiger King and just be like, <laughs> I can't fucking believe that happened. <laughs> Well, and it was like the middle of my work day. It'd be two o'clock in the afternoon. You know, I'm like really into the day. You know, we're starting to get the last thing done so we can wrap up by five. Like, you know, I'm like into the day. And like all of a sudden, I will literally just stop and be like, so, like, how do they not believe Carol murdered her husband? So, like, I'm like, I was hoping you were going to get the same experience, Eric, Charlotte. I don't know if you guys. Well, I, I'm now. with you guys on the there's no way she didn't kill her husband. I'm with you guys on that. But, um, yeah, no, this, this, otherwise this would not have been something I watched at all. Just, I, I don't need to, I, I, I'd rather watch, you know, been watching some old Star Trek. Yeah, I'm more like Dave, you know, I'm more like Dave where, I mean, once I, I like every day now, it's more like the memes. Like I just, I live for the, I live for the Facebook memes and like online memes that you see because they're hysterical. Well, the one with yeah, Eric, what you hit us with like five this afternoon? Oh, he was on a rant. Oh, I mean, I have dozens. I just I feel bad sending them to that many to people. I tell you, the, by the, the way, go ahead. By the way, sorry, Eric. Uh, Charlotte just pointed out to me that the New York Post uh, released a story that they're apparently starting to relook or start looking again for new leads and details and whether or not Carol Baskin murdered her husband. Oh yeah, no, they, they put, they put that out. Um, I saw that like a week ago that one of the sheriffs in Miami used the opportunity to put on Twitter that they are, they are still looking for new leads. So, yeah. All right. But I think that's going to do it for us here tonight. Do you guys have any final thoughts here? Dave Hayes, things will start with you. I mean, look, the one thing I'll say is, I really, I'm glad that you gave it a shot. I, I respect the fact you're willing to give it a shot. Um, and 
if you guys have any Netflix suggestions for me, feel free to send them over. Me and Charlotte actually just started watching Happy uh, with the the one guy who's the Chris lead Ma in uh, Chris Maloney. Law and Order. Uh, yeah, Chris Maloney, I think is his name. Yeah, Chris Maloney, yeah. So me and her just started watching that. That's pretty funny so far. Hold on. Uh, I have breaking news. I have okay. breaking news from my wife as I walk in the door. She has informed me that there is another episode of Tiger King yet to come. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> oh, good and Lord. I'm not kidding. She's, I think it's TMZ like, is like, reporting no. there is another episode of Tiger King to come. So just get ready. Buckle up. When? Oh, boy. I don't know. You oh, gotta boy. read the article, oh. but we got we got the headline anyway. Beautiful. All right, so I'm gonna take that as your last word, there, Eric. Eric Tressler, thank you guys for joining me to Stay do. Stay sweaty. Stay sweaty, my friend. Yes. Thank you guys for joining me to do this. Um, we should, for the duration of this whole thing, think about reviewing some TV show a week. I'd be willing to do Next something. Week. Like that. If you guys Next want to week on Netflix. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All Wait, right. what's it called? There is a bonus episode of Tiger King coming to Netflix. Joe Exotic's ex-business partner spilled the tea yet again during a cameo message of Dodgers star Justin Turner and his wife, Lauren, blah, blah, blah. Um, they'll be shooting at home on Sunday, and the footage will be used for a new episode dropping next week. Oh, boy. So they are, I guess, <laughs> I don't know, I guess they're following up on Jeff Lowe and Carol Baskins and all the other news coming out still. Because, I mean, this whole this whole documentary only wrapped up, I think, like late last year. So I guess there's still more to come. I don't know. Yeah, but here's the, here's the problem. If Jeff Lowe is the one saying it, this might be one that makes him look like totally innocent and put it all on Joe's. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to trust this one truthfully because You're I. You're going to watch it though. I bet you. Uh, fine. You're invested now. Fine. Fine. Fuck yeah. God damn it. All right, that's going to do it for us though. Thank you both for being here. Thank you everybody for listening. Thank you everybody on all our podcasting outlets. Thank you, Charlotte. I, thank you, Dave. Stay sweaty. Yep. Thank you everybody. Thank, thank you everybody for listening. For I'm Mike Aglia Laurel. We will see you all next week. <laughs>